God bless you guys. God bless the world, buddy. Let's go racing. This is the Loud Pedal Podcast. A very diverse cast of automobile racing characters. With your host, NBC Sports television analyst and part-time midget racer, it's D. Welch and Mr. Dylan Welch. Yeah, you damn right I got that out there. Oh, that stupid-ass flagman. They got a dumb-ass flagman they can't see. And an expert in only one category, food. Now, look how big those things are. Little meat on the bone there. And cook perfect. Well, sometimes racing, but mostly food. When you're talking a, a meal, like before I'm about to die, I will ask for 15 to 20 chicken wings. It's heavy lunch, Tyler Burnett. It's episode 70, and my light just fell. (laughs) It's been doing this all day, bro. Like, what the Keep that in there. It's episode 70 of the Loud Pedal Podcast, and as you can tell, sorry, I blared out your eardrums there. Heavy lunch in the house. Along with D. Welch, who is live from his Queen City, Charlotte studios. Uh, and I am in the tundra uh, of Allegan, Michigan here. Uh, today on the show, Emerson Axum. Big start to the year, D. Welch, for he and the Clawson Marshall Racing Team. Decided that we're going to go full-time USAC National Sprint Car Series Racing. And they are off to a hot start with three top five finishes and two wins in Ocala. And, uh, you know, winning, you know, I guess the winter games outright. Right. I mean, dominating fashion. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if I'm surprised or not. Um, because I think part of me expected him to be this good and other parts of me was, you know, is, is maybe a little more realistic about how tough it is to go in there and win, uh, you know, two national sprint car races, but, um, He's obviously a super talent. You know, he's got, you know, now he's lined up, um, you know, with a great team on both sides, you know, a team that has the resources to, uh, you know, fully kind of exploit his talents. And um, it'll be fun to watch him over the next few years as he, you know, as he continues to get older. I mean, he's still, I don't even know that he's 17 yet. I mean, he's still a young kid, you know, so um, it'd be fun to watch him over the next couple of years just as, as he grows and, and, you know, his experience level grows too. No doubt about that. Uh, we also are here to celebrate my dirt draft win for the opening night of the USAC National Sprint Car Series Heavy Lunch. How about that shit? Next time we play SmackDown, I'm going to win all the money and you're going to off. We'll see about that. I have too many F-bombs in this. That I have to bleep I know, out. You're, you're angry today. What's going on? <laughs> I have too many. I got to bleep out now. Uh, P1 in the first night of the USAC National Sprint Car Series on DirtDraft.com. You can play with our friends uh, via Dirt Draft. We also have to uh, set our lineup. I don't know. I don't. I guess DeCoin, whenever they release those lineups, we'll, we'll do it that. We'll do it on next week's episode. And we have, uh, we're probably going to have Lauren Stewart on to talk about the Shamrock Classic coming up. Uh, 10 grand to win midget race indoors on Flow Racing coming up. Uh, what is it? The second weekend of March. So let's talk with Emerson Axum. He's, he's going to be uh, a good conversation here today before we do that let's get our sun dollar restoration hat shakes of the week brought to you by sun dollar restoration uh jason was texting me last night saying he has re-upped 
with Flow Racing. And Sun Dollar Restoration is back for year two. That's good. Wow. That's I good. Am... At least he's giving us money now that we're talking about him every show. <laughs> he apparently lied to them and told them that he loves everything we do for their company, that we are a great ambassador, that we are great friends to him, and we take it to the next level as far as um, that. But, yes, he did hand over his greasy, moldy money. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just joking. He said the trade-off was, though, and he got it in the contract, that he gets to come on the show. Well, yeah, that's fine. We should. I do we... not trust him on this show. Why? <laughs> Nothing is live that we do. That's what the that's what the bleep button's for. I have to edit it all. Yeah, so God forbid you got to do a little work for once in your life. <laughs> Sundollar.net is where you can find Sundollar Restoration. They're a water fire mold restoration based in the greater Indianapolis area. They'll get with your insurance company and you will likely pay nothing um, unless you want to sponsor our podcast too. Uh, here we go. What happened? So, we haven't had a couple shows here. So the midgets raced and uh, the first night, well, actually both nights, Justin Grant won. Oh, I wanted to mention something. Dave Step called me after we had him on last week. So I guess we did talk about the midgets. Um, we were talking about the first female to win a USAC national midget race, um, you know, because Jade Avedesian led the majority of the race the second night at Ocala. Yeah. Um, they actually, so Step and Grant, they did have a female crew chief on the car. Oh, for those two wins, Lacey. Yeah, Lacey uh, Gentry. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic crew chief. That's, that's Donnie's daughter, I think. Yes. She yeah. actually was the shop manager for the past couple of years and, and kind of maintenance the cars, worked on the cars in the shop, kept everything organized. But now she's crew chiefing and she won her first two USAC National Midget races. Um, and I was get, I got with Richie to see like, you know, other female crew chiefs in the past, right? And we and we um we we got some information on a Knepper that had a lot of success in the Indy 500 uh, and with USAC back in the day. So um, I got to I got to figure out what her first name is. But anyways, maybe we should give a Sun Dollar Restoration hashtag of the week to Lacey, uh, you know, winning the first two USAC national midget races with Justin Grant. Uh, then we went to sprint, sprint car racing at Bubba Raceway Park in Ocala and Emerson Axum stole the show. He won the first night. Um, second night, Grant won, started on the front row. Uh, did they did it rubber down the second night? I don't know. It rubber down one of the nights. Yeah, I honestly don't remember. I'm pretty sure was, the night I won at rubber down. Was that the first night? I I was in I was at the big track, so I honestly paid very little attention to what happened this weekend, this past weekend, unfortunately. The first night Kofoid struggled in qualifying, but I'm pretty sure it went like 21st to fifth or something, and that's what won me the the old dirt draft. Heavy lunch. No, actually, the third. So the second night, I sucked. I was like eight hundred out of thirteen hundred. Then that the many third, people play, huh? Yeah. Then the third night, I was like fourteenth. I have like I have like two like wins basically, like all over the board. <laughs> if four if fourteenth was a win, basically, I'd have like nine USAC midget wins. <laughs> With that logic. I fell again. <laughs> No, because the percentages aren't the same. Like 14th out of 1,300 people is like the top 1%. That you still didn't win. It's still, I mean, it's a win in my books. I guess. This 
light. Gosh dang, stop saying the F word. I got to edit it out every time. <laughs> it's going to take forever to edit. This might not be up till Thursday morning. Because <laughs> <laughs> your grandma gets mad. My grandma does? Yeah. When she Why? listens to our show and hears F words and stuff. Does she? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I didn't know that. <laughs> I thought she's complained before. Or I, th- I think she at least says Tyler can say him, but you can't or something. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> so how's wedding planning, by the way? Good. We just picked our DJ today. And I think that's really like the last major step, you know, before we, we've got everything else locked down already. So now we just need to, you know, send out the invitations and do everything else. But everything else is done, I think. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling Am because my my one of my other good friends is getting married too, and I was like, I should give a speech would, at our wedding. You wouldn't trust. You wouldn't trust me giving a speech. Yeah, I would be fine with you giving a speech. You were there. You were there in the beginning. You're gonna be the you're the only one really at the wedding that was there in the very beginning of the first time Hannah and I dated. Yeah, because yeah, we all know how that went, but. So we I don't need to, I don't need to go to give a speech. <laughs> no, I'm not giving a speech. You don't want that. Cause you, <laughs> Oh, I, I can't even say what I wanted to say, but I, I'll tell you offline what All I right. was going to lead. I was going to lead uh, the speech with, but uh, All right. you guys will have to think about that uh, later on. Um, Sun dollar restoration hat shake of the week. Who do you got? Um, can I give mine to uh, Buddy Boy for a third place finish in the Daytona 500? Chase Briscoe. Brisky. Pretty good. Uh, pretty good run for our boy. Do you know Larson has yet to finish in the top five at <laughs> Daytona or Talladega? Yeah, I interviewed him pre-race and asked him basically why he's not very good on super speedways. He's always leading with like 15 to go. I know he just can't finish. He almost won that one year and then ran out of fuel. I was really rooting against Brad Keselowski. Uh, I don't know if it's because he was wrecking everyone or if it's because I don't know, but I was happy to see his former car win. Yeah. Plus, we're kind, of buddies, we're kind of buddies with Cindric. First know? time the two cars ever won the Daytona 500. Yeah. One of my really good buddies is his, was his, was Cindric's yeah. spotter. Um, so I was, I was super happy. We had a, big uh big blowout on monday night and i paid the price for it on tuesday but uh you only win your first daytona 500 once so cindric is a really cool kid he is he's cool. a really talented road racer uh, he is i mean he and he's i mean i think he's just all around you know good i mean he's got you know i mean obviously he's won two xfinity championships so he's you know got the ovals figured out on the xfinity side um and he'll probably win a couple more road course races this year too you know and and um He's, I think he's, I think he's good. He's ready. And, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's proven that he belongs without a doubt. He's already had a bigger NASCAR career than Juan Pablo Montoya and Sam Hornish Jr. And all these other road co- course racers. Yeah. Right? They all drove Penske cars too. Like, and winning the day and, and instantly winning the Daytona 500 has already made you a NASCAR hall of famer, basically. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's a lot of guys that are in the hall of fame that have never won one. So that certainly makes it makes his case a little stronger. So congratulations to him. I had a buddy on the uh, two car as well, Skip Flores. 
Yeah. Uh, who we used to host a fantasy show together at MRN. Uh, yep. But yeah, congratulations to that whole two team. Jeremy Bolins is a cool dude too. So I was happy to see yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy Bolins owns or, or works on uh, a late dirt, late model that Devin Moran races. Nice. So he's a, he's a dirt guy too. Even more of a fan. Cause I'm a Devin Moran fan. So yeah. They're an Ohio based team, but yeah, congratulations to that team uh, winning the Daytona 500. We're talking NASCAR. What the heck? All right. Uh, so, buddy boy, gets your hat shake. Um, who's I going to give mine to? I don't remember. I already gave mine. I, well, I gave one to Lacey. So. Yeah, 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 Lacey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then Jason for re-upping. There you go. Yeah, uh, thank you, Jason. Racing Again, visit dirtdraft.com to play in all the events. Oh, by the way, I had a a really strong run with the world of outlaws, you know, uh, late models. I don't know anything about the late models, but I finished like 12th with the world of outlaws late models without even trying. That's almost like a win basically. Right. I mean, top 1%. Like, why are you talking so much shit about my good run? Heavy lunch, heavy lunch. P one. The USAC now. I took the checkered flag. I parked it. Yeah, you did. Parked it right down there in the circle. He won. Did you do a cage stand? I would have broke the freaking cage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to buy time here uh, for this dirt draft read that I have to I have to read. So, oh, new subscribers will receive a free dirt draft T-shirt. Use promo code Flow Racing at checkout or something. Uh, you know, we had Speed Week leaderboards. Go check out where you finish. I got to check out where my uh, my USAC National Sprint Car Series Dirt Draft trophy is now that I that I you know pretty much won two nights. And then the only problem is that I won two nights, but I finished like 867th the other night. Yep, law of averages, bud. <laughs> I'm probably not going to get that trophy, but I gotta I gotta go look for that. Um, but there's over 500 events this season already kicked off. It's been a busy season already for dirt draft each event the user has a hundred thousand dollars to spend on five drivers it's a difficult game it's a fun game uh it's you know similar to like a DraftKings when i play for like nascar and stuff i want some i want some money over the weekend uh, on DraftKings. that was big but uh dirtdraft.com is where you can play dirt racing and everything else so visit them uh we also are presented by quick pits and quickpits.com it's your one-stop shop for over 350 thousand parts and accessories from the brands you demand truck jeep auto atv with fast free shipping to your door use promo code flow sports at checkout for additional savings uh, i memorized that whole thing so that's that's good congratulations getting better at that all right we'll keep wedding, wedding planning uh and have some fun where are you where are you going next you on auto club nope off this weekend i go to vegas next weekend off this weekend all right Put, uh, put some money on red when you go to Vegas, please. I'll do that. Yeah, you're too cheap. We already know that. <laughs> we already know that for a fact. Emerson Axum is next. This is episode 70 of the Loud Pedal Podcast on Flow Racing. Welcome back to the Loud Pedal Podcast here on Flow Racing. We mentioned in the open 
We're delighted to have Emerson Axum on the show today. He's a two-time USAC National Sprint Card winner already this season, winning at Ocala with Clawson Marshall Racing and uh, had some good runs in the midgets as well. Um, Emerson, thanks for joining us. I know you're at the shop. Uh, we were just talking. You, you said you get down there, what, twice a week or so? Yeah, around that. I just <clears throat> I like to come up here and show my face and, uh, you know, show the appreciation that I have for these guys that um, do all the work for me, I guess. So the first question I have is why the 47 car? I mean, that's been that's been a number that has been in that team for a long time. Um, but why is that the number you guys are running on the sprint car this year? So um, it's actually goes back to Brian. So Brian ran the 39 in the midget back when they did their own stuff. And then um, so they did a sprint car that had the 39 on it and I guess like it was so fast and they had all this bad luck though. Like they were leading these races and something would happen and blow a tire, or get wrecked by a lap car. And then they switched the number. And then I guess they like go out and win all these races and um, <clears throat> just, I don't know, light the world on fire back in the seven. So then I go and run the 39 in the sprint car and like the same stuff's happening. Like, I blow a tire at Lawrenceburg with four to go and just stuff that like shouldn't be happening. And then, so Tim was like, Oh, it's the 39. It's the 39. And then I was like, I was like, you're crazy. You're crazy. Sure enough, switch to the 47 and two national wins and a third. Place. You know, I'm kind of, kind of with them on it. <laughs> yeah. Now you guys definitely think that's what was happening. Uh, yeah, sure. right. <laughs> That's a great story. You, I, I noticed you said in Victory Lane too. You thought you were robbed of one last year. What race was that, and what happened? Lawrenceburg. So, like, I wouldn't say. I don't know if it was guaranteed that we were going to win it. Obviously, like stuff. You know, I could have just been straight up beat by KT, but <clears throat> we led up until we led like till four to go, and <clears throat> um. I don't know. I felt like we, we had it a pretty decent sized lead to where I would have had to really make a mistake to, to lose it. And then, um, with four to go, the right rear blew up. Like it just, it blew it like shredded. Um, you know, it didn't get cut or used up or anything. It just, it was one of them freak deals that just happens with the Hoosiers every once in a while. Is your dad still working on your cars or is, is Tim doing everything? So the sprint car, it's um, Adam Wallace. He's from Australia. And then Tim, they kind of team up on that. And then the midget, um, it's going to be my dad and Tim. Um, it was in Florida, and they really like – I mean, they worked really well together. And, you know, nobody stepped on each other's toes, and everyone kind of validated each other's opinions. And it worked worked out really good. That's a good question. I was going to ask if your dad was was working on the sprint car because we've had like Kevin Thomas Jr. on the show and he said that you and your dad really got the midgets figured out right now. How, how fun is it working with your dad on on the midget cars? You guys really seem to to have that thing dialed in. I know you crashed the first night, uh, you know, but you were racing for the lead and then you were fast the next night after you guys fixed it. Yeah, uh, it's awesome. I mean, who was who doesn't want to go run a national schedule with their dad and be fast like? That's every kid's dream, you know. I mean, everyone wants to run for the super teams because uh, it makes it a lot easier to be fast. But 
I mean, if you can be fast with your dad that you've been racing since racing with since quarter midgets, I feel like that's pretty cool. Or at least to me. Was it weird not working with him on the sprint car? I mean, or is it just kind of like this is the next natural progression and uh, no, I'm not going to be able to work with him all the time? Yeah, I mean, I was kind of one. It was one of them deals that like they're the Clawson Marshall stuff is so it's it, they're going to do it better than my dad would do it. You know, my dad, he works a full time job and stuff, so he can't be in the shop 24 seven just getting everything particular and exactly how it should be uh usually it's just done just enough to be fast so um with adam wallace uh, they brought him over from australia and he's really really good on just getting everything exactly how he thinks it should be and uh building the nicest car possible yeah there's some smart guys in the building over there uh the decision to go with these guys th- did their all-star championship and their improving wing program play a factor in that decision? Uh, I mean, I think they're just all around success. I mean, they've had success since 2016, right when they started up. Um, So it was just, it was that, you know, their success in the past and and everything they've, they've got in. And honestly, just like my dad, like I said, he works a nine to or nine to five or seven to three job, whatever you know, full-time job. So like he can't, it's hard to, he has to take off to go run Florida for, for we went, it's got work, it's working, uh, you know, he owns a business, but it's still not easy to just take off and leave. So, um, that was really, odd. I mean, your own dad and, um these guys are gonna do it better than my dad would so um I think it's just all around a better decision and and these guys can take me where I want to go um and they want me to go where I want to go so um I think that was that was a lot to do with it too they they can take me to where uh my next my next step in my career yeah I think that's that's the big thing right is that it's nothing against Scott or, or his program but it's like there's you had kind of maxed out there, right? You know, with, with this, this new deal with Claus and Marshall, there's a lot more options for you to, you know, to continue to race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, we made it clear to Scott um, that it, it wasn't any hard feelings. It was just, it was a better opportunity for my career. For sure. I mean, the sprint car is already dialed in. I know a USAC national sprint car champion would be nice this year, right? I mean, you guys are right in the thick of things, you know, three good solid starts to the year um you've mentioned a couple times like in victory lane and interviews that you want to be a wing racer you want to be an outlaw but i mean to be a usac national sprint car champion would be pretty cool yeah i mean obviously that's the goal but i mean we're only three races into it i gotta i kind of know that and i kind of you know look at it level-headedly that it's just a good start it's not you know we're not we're not talking championship yet. It's just a really good start. So, but we're obviously going to try to keep the momentum rolling. Are you, what's the plan? I mean, with the midget too, I mean, is it full, are you full-time both of those or have you guys gotten that far yet to, to get, you know, get a plan developed? Um, I mean, so it, it changes a lot, honestly. Um, but as of right now, it, we have the option to run to coin. 
Um, so we might go to the coin. I, I don't really know. It's kind of up to me and my dad, but um, I don't really like the coin as a midget track. And I don't know. I mean, I, obviously I'm a racer and I love racing. So like, it's hard to sit back and watch it, but it's one of them deals that it's like, is it worth it? And then <clears throat> we're definitely going to run Kokomo Grand Prix. And then for sure, midget week. So, and then after that, um, I don't know. I mean, we might, I'm going to try to talk to talk Tim into letting me run double duty at some of the shows like Cusets and Eldora and stuff like that. So we might run those. I don't know. Um, it just, it's all, it's a lot of up in the air and then maybe the West coast stuff is something, something works out right. That's the goal. I mean, I want to run the West coast stuff. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a pretty healthy midget schedule. Obviously, DeCoin's a non-points race, but it is ten grand to win, which is probably one of the top ten highest, highest-paying uh, midget races right now in the country. Uh, right. It's an indoor race, like you said. Um, are you going to get some silver crown starts? Yeah, I think we're going to um, run like DeCoin, the DeCoin Mile, and then what's the other one? Uh, the other mile, track. Springfield. Springfield. Yeah, Springfield Mile. Can you say whose car you're running? I. I mean, I think, I think I could say it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I can say it. Um, well, we don't want to get you in trouble, so don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. Um, something, something I do, I do want to ask though, cause it's, it's something that has always impressed me about you is just when you like, I mean, from the time you've kind of came on the scene, you have always seemed to just adapt really quickly and you've, you've always seemed comfortable. And, and obviously the same thing here with the sprint car, you know, you jump in the sprint car and you're, you're fast right away. You're, you know, winning races right away. And now you're getting ready to run the silver crown car apparently too. Have you ever felt the pressure of doing what you're doing at, at your age and, and now for the team that you're driving for? I mean, have you had a moment yet or has it just been, it's always just kind of been like, just going to show up and, and do what I can do and, and let it take care of itself. Um, I mean, I feel like getting in the midget the first time was pretty, I feel like I had a, pre- a lot of pressure on me. Um, just because at that time, um, Petrie's midgets weren't, weren't at top tier. So I felt like, um, you know, I just, I felt like if I did good, then um, it would kind of, way a little bit more than if I just jumped into a Keith Coons car and did good. Um, because obviously Keith stuff isn't, it doesn't just drive itself, but it's really good and makes it a lot easier on the driver when the stuff's really good. Um, but this, the sprint car deal, I don't, I don't think I felt pressure because I, I thought, so it, it was supposed to be a three race deal, but I didn't know that. I thought I was going to continue driving it for a little bit longer so, like, I didn't know if I did good that I would have had a ride. Um, <clears throat> I just thought it was going to continue, and so I didn't put any pressure on myself. And then I did good, so it kind of turned into let's run three more, let's run three more, and then now we're on a full schedule. Perfect. Just like Worked you drew out. it up. Right. <laughs> you drew it up perfectly. Uh, I wanted to ask you about your winter. So the Tulsa shootout. Uh, you're probably one of the biggest stories out there because you won the first race and then the next non-wing race you get in, you flip coming to the checkered. Did that hurt? That that yeah. that was big. I, so I didn't have an insert or anything in. So 
and the seat was a little bit too big because it was like I mean we kind of just threw it in there and it's like oh it's a micro you know as long as you're buckled down tight and you know it's it's safe safe enough then we'll run it and we thought I mean it was safe enough I'm not I'm not obviously injured but um it definitely hurt because I didn't have like an insert or anything like that how how much do you feel like running there helps you before chili bowl I mean I'd say a lot but this year I kind of struggled in general at chili bowl so um I think it helps you a lot um I mean I think the tracks are really similar um you know once you got to a main time on at the shootout um I thought it was really similar to all night all the nights at chili bowl really so I mean I think it helps you on just the way the track forms and um how to run the cushion maybe and then I don't know I mean I feel like saying this kind of contradicts myself at chili bowl but um like you learn in a micro at chili bowl that like the slick at chili bowl is slick like chili bowl slick is is a little bit different than outdoor 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 dirt tracks when it's slick um you know it's a lot it's a lot harder packed or something i don't know whatever they do it just it gets a lot slicker and maybe that big gear helps the wheel spin just you know exemplifies it a little bit so I feel like that that helps um I feel like those are the two main things I would say that's interesting are you guys gonna run the two big non-sanctioned sprint car races uh what Paragon and Brownstown yep Mm -hmm. are you excited to chase some big money there I know those those local Indiana tracks I guess you know to win a USAC national midget or, you know, to win a USAC national sprint car championship in the heat of the summer, you know, when you're rolling through Indiana sprint week, that's when the championship is won. Right. Um, you know, we saw, uh, last year, you know, Brady Bacon made, you know, every feature besides one, I think, uh, through that and, and, you know, going to these tracks early, are you, are you happy? You know, April, I know the track conditions are a lot more different, but I mean, it's still a lot of big, a lot of money to chase there at the beginning of the year. Yeah, um, I'm excited because um, I like going to the big money shows, especially now that I get I get a cut out of it. So, um, you know, how could you not want to go race for some money? That's a good point. Yeah, who who wouldn't want to race for money for sure? Well, it's been awesome having you on the show. Uh, congratulations on your success already. Um, I know. I, I, I didn't expect you to win this quick, to be honest, but I mean, that's, that's, uh, I'm, I'm not surprised at all. Thank you. Yeah. I just, I want to thank, uh, driven to save lives and all special for everything they do. Richard and Jennifer, Tim, Taylor, Adam, Balin, just everyone that makes it possible so that, um, you know, we can go out and try to win races. Cool. Good luck, bud. Thank you. Have a good one.